Welcome to Podcast Homilies for Morning Prayer. I'm Father Ron Shipley, President of the Anglican Internet Church, Inc. This new series is part of the AIC's continuing celebration of its second decade on the web. These Podcast Homilies for Morning Prayer are based on the appointed reading in the list of Psalms and Lessons for the Christian Year in the 1928 Book of Common Prayer, primarily using the first pairing, which always includes a Gospel reading as the second lesson. The second or third pairings of psalms and lessons are used in the series only where necessary to avoid repeated reading of the same psalm. These homilies include reading and commentary on the appointed psalm and summary commentary on the first and second lessons. For those listeners not familiar with Anglican liturgies, the text of the Psalter in the 1928 Book of Common Prayer is derived from Miles Coverdale's Great Bible of 1539 and not the King James Version. This is because by the time the King James Version was published in 1611 using a new translation based on the Hebrew Masoretic text, the Coverdale translation was so well accepted among the English people who had by then heard it read in services for over 70 years that the prayer book's editors retained the Coverdale text for the Psalter but substituted the 1611 KJV translation for all other scripture. Podcast listeners are encouraged to visit Father Ron's blog on the AIC website on which I've posted for this podcast an illuminated page from Psalm 150 in the Stuttgart Psalter, produced in the scriptorium at the Abbey of saint germain de Prix, Paris, around 820 A.D. Please note that there is a difference in numbering between Jerome's Vulgate Bible and the version used since the 1549 Book of Common Prayer. In the Vulgate version, Psalm 8 and Psalm 9 are a single psalm, which makes all the psalms from 10 to 150 off by one number. Psalm 150 in today's reading is Psalm 149 in the Vulgate version. Coverdale provided a helpful transition between the two systems by including each psalm's opening words in Latin. For more on Trinity Season, the longest season on the Anglican Church calendar, watch the AIC seasonal video series, Trinity Tide, the Teaching Season, which includes its history and its place on the church calendar, including the possibilities for lengthening and shortening of the season based upon the date of Easter and the date of First Sunday in Advent. This series is presented in nine episodes, each of which is linked from the digital library page, with podcast versions linked from the podcast archive page. The lectionary in the 1928 Book of Common Prayer provides either the combination of Psalm 29 and Psalm 99 or separate reading of Psalm 33 for Trinity Sunday. Since both of these alternatives have already been used in this series, the first for second Sunday after Epiphany for the 2999 combination and third Sunday in Lent for Psalm 33, in order to avoid duplicate reading of any psalm in the series, I have substituted Psalm 150, the final canonical psalm in the Psalter. I invite you to listen again to the podcast for Second Sunday After Epiphany and Third Sunday in Lent for reading of and commentary on Psalms 29, 33, and 99. Psalm 150 is attributed to David. It has only six verses. Its opening words in Vulgate Latin are Laudate Dominum. 
Oh, praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in the firmament of his power. Praise him in his noble acts. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. Praise him in the sound of the trumpet. Praise him upon the lute and the harp. Praise him in the timbrels and dances. Praise him upon the strings and the pipe. Praise him upon the well-tuned cymbals. Praise him upon the loud cymbals. Let everything that hath breath Praise the Lord. Psalm 150 is the last of six doxologies which form the end of the book of Psalms in the the fifth book. The psalmist specifies in verse 1 where the praise should be conducted, quote, in his sanctuary and, quote, to the firmament, in the firmament of his power. The Jerusalem Bible notes that it mentions by name the musical instruments of praise popular at the time the psalms were composed, the trumpet, the lute, the harp, timbrel, strings, pipes, and cymbals, but also that all his creation praises him, saying in verse 6, Let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. Most of the instruments depicted in the stained glass windows at the bell tower of St. Joseph's Villa Chapel, Richmond, Virginia, I have included pictures of these windows in the AIC bookstore publication, Paintings on Light, the Stained Glass Windows of St. Joseph's Villa Chapel. The chapel, with its splendid stained glass windows, was the home of my former parish before my retirement from pulpit ministry. Psalm 150 inspired Joachim Neander's Praise to the Lord, the Almighty, the King of Creation, written in 1680 A.D., which is also based on Psalm 103. It is hymn 279 in the AIC bookstore publication, the St. Chrysostom Hymnal. For a listing of every psalm, use of Psalm 150, see the entry for the psalm in the prayer book Psalter, History, Text, and Commentary, which includes in the introduction an exploration explanation of the different classes of psalms and at the back of the book a glossary of every person place or event mentioned in the psalter the first lesson for trinity sunday is genesis 1 verses verse 1 to to genesis 2 verse 3 the old testament account of the creation the second lesson is john 1 verses 1 to 18 the preamble to the Gospel of John, in which John opens with the same words as those used in Genesis 1, in the beginning. On part one of the AIC bookstore publication, The Writing Prophets of the Old Testament, you can read an introduction to the division of the Old Testament, including the five books of Moses, or Pentateuch, which begins with Genesis The opening words to the Gospel of John are discussed and illustrated in Chapter 1 of our bookstore publication, The Gospel of John, Annotated and Illustrated. They are also the subject of Episode 27 and Episode 28 in our Bible study video series, The New Testament Gospels. These are linked from the Bible study page with podcast versions linked from the podcast archive page at www. AnglicanInternetChurch.net. The closing prayer is the Collect for Trinity Sunday, which is attributed to the Blessed Alcuin of York, 
author of the Collect for Purity in the Holy Communion Liturgy, teacher and religious advisor to the Holy Roman Emperor Charlemagne. He was present at Rome on Christmas Day 800 A.D. for the coronation of Charlemagne as the first Holy Roman Emperor in Europe since the sacking of Rome by the Vandals in 455 A.D. Almighty and everlasting God, who has given unto us thy servants grace by the confession of a true faith to acknowledge the glory of the eternal Trinity and in the power of the divine majesty to worship the unity, we beseech thee that thou wouldest keep us steadfast in this faith and evermore defend us from all adversaries who liveth and reigneth. One God, world without end. Amen. Until next time, may the Lord bless and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be merciful to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. Glory be to God for all things. Amen. This program has been a presentation of the Anglican Internet Church. We invite you to visit our website and make use of its resources at www. Anglican Internet Church dot net